This episode is definitely explicit. Smurf poo. Is it blue? And that, I think that's just purple dust. That's interesting. And dangerous. What's what's going on? Are you on some sort of beauty regime there, Pierre? What you definitely look a lot younger. Oh, I was just dreaming that I shaved my beard off. Well, welcome to episode 59 of the Three Northern Makers podcast, or TNM, eh, as it's sometimes known. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm joined by the very beautiful Pierre, who is looking, he looks 10 years younger than the last time I saw him. What's, what's going on? Are you on some sort of beauty regime there, Pierre? What, you definitely look a lot younger. It's some kind of thing that I, I guess I do to myself whenever my self-esteem is really good. Okay. I go ahead and I, I think like, yeah, I'm going to shave really short. <laughs> like some kind of self-punishment, because then when I am shaved, I just hate the way I look <laughs> for a couple of days. <laughs> I, I actually had a, like, I cut the beard on Saturday, I think. And then uh, on the night to, to Sunday, I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night. And then I thought, oh, I was just dreaming that I shaved my beard off. <laughs> and then I realized, no, you no. didn't. You, you did it, you stupid. <laughs> That's how bad, badly I felt. And all the students at work told me today, like, oh, you look 10 years younger. Yeah. Astrid, my my middle aged daughter, she said, "You don't look like my father anymore." <laughs> He's a stranger in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and what does your wife think of the shorter beard? Well, she she says things wow. uh, nice things, but I just keep telling her I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to What's talk about like? it. <laughs> so I've I've got a question for you then. Okay. Ready? Yes, go for it. Steve. What's your drink? Ah. Steve, what's your your drink? drink? What's your drink? Oh, cool. (laughs) I love that song. So, I have uh, two drinks this evening. Yeah, I've got two different types of beer. Uh, Let me get this one. I've got the cheap and cheerful Pearlbacker Lager. I've never seen that. Have you not seen this Mm. beer? What country is it from? Hang on. It's very dark in here. I'm saving on electricity. Um, <laughs> I think it's German, isn't it? Backer, Pearl Backer. Mm-hmm. It is uh, 4.75%. And it comes from Lidl. Lidl. We wouldn't expect you to buy beer anywhere else than Lidl. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice. And you get six, six bottles for four pounds something. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, I get, once I've got that one down me, I move on to the next one. Yeah, the, the Star of Pramen. Star of Pramen, yeah. yeah. Nice Czech beer. That's, uh, is it Czech? Yeah. yeah. Brewed in Prague. So that's next. That's what's next. Mm. And what, have, what have you got? I've got some uh, delicious water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not tequila then, is it? No, it's not. I'm... Uh... I'm uh, I'm gonna have to get up early tomorrow, so. All right. Okay. I'll uh, leave the alcohol for now. Okay. Ooh, uh, mm. Also, I don't have any beer. If I would have had any beer, I bet I would have brought one. You'll be drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Sod in the morning. I'll, I'll get up. I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be good. Yeah. I'll just pretend the, it's because I have to get up early, but. 
Yeah. And the more you drink, the more you think, oh, I'll be fine tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need one more, won't it? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and then tomorrow comes. Tomorrow comes. Yeah. On Wednesday, we're going away with work for um, for an overnight stay at a hotel. So I bet I'll have some beer then instead. Oh, yeah, you will do, yeah. Will you have to buy it or will work provide the beer? I'll have to buy it. Oh, all right, okay. It's not like Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> At those Swedish prices, it could be expensive. Oh, it could be expensive, yeah. Yeah. The hotels aren't known for being cheap either. All right, okay. So speaking of Rubio, I got a strange uh, follower on Instagram this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rubio Adriatic started following me. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have a lot of accounts, I've noticed. Like for every different country there is, almost. Yeah. So yeah, Rubio Adriatic. I think everyone should follow Steve Bell Creates on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, all should. the Rubio nations should go in yeah. there. Yeah. I think there's a there's a couple do uh, sweet uh, Rubio Nor Norge. Yeah. Norway. Ed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure about uh Rubio Sweden. Oh, I'm not sure. Let me just check see if they follow me. If they're not, Wim, fix it, please. Win. <laughs> yeah, I'm on first name terms with Wim. Yeah. <laughs> Have a look. Come on, Rubio. Oh, no, I'm only followed by Rubio Monocord Adriatic. That's disgraceful, isn't it? Yeah. Disgr- Rubio, Rubio should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> Uh, I've uh, never used. Have you, have you used any Rubio lately? I have. Yeah, I used some uh, on them uh, boards that I made. Mm. Those oak boards. You know, uh, I heard uh, Jason talking about how to make it shine even more. Did you hear that mm. as well? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, mm. so he said put um, if you use it with the activator, it's more shiny. Yeah. Or use it with the, what? What was the other one? There's some sort of um, there's some sort of uh, um, conditioning conditioning oil. oil yeah, you put Ma- it on afterwards. Oil. Yeah, and you can put the oil, yeah. the accelerator. In. Yeah, 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 and that'll make it shiny. Yeah, we have to spend more money to make it shiny. Yeah, mm. ah. you will. I bet this conditioning stuff's not cheap. It's probably a bit of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit of soap in there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably a bit of polyurethane varnish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much, Rubio Adriatic. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. Yeah, not sponsored, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I also heard uh, Jason talking about your trip to Belgium. Oh, yeah. I heard it as uh, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he wasn't uh, told he would have to make anything. No, that's true. They weren't. Um, they explained that to me as well. Like they didn't know what was going to happen until they were kind of handed an apron and told that you need to build something. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why they, why I last <laughs> week said they weren't so prone to building. Because <laughs> they had no idea. And they were, I think they were also told that they wouldn't, they would just go there and have to talk to people. So. Yeah, yeah. They were not expecting uh, to be building anything. 
So when is the auction for the table? I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything, but they have uh, this week. They posted some videos, like a summary of the entire week, on all the Rubio yeah. uh, accounts. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, they're trying to figure it out. They'll be posting yeah. it soon. I hope. Yeah, I would think so. Mm. Yeah, I've seen the little clips on Instagram of different things. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and when Jason said he was talking to this Irishman, was that Craig? Uh, there were two Irish people oh, in that team, okay. so I'm not sure which one of them. But it, it could have been Craig, for sure. Could have been Craig, yeah. yeah. Oh. Craig, email us in, let us know what, what, you, what he said to you. Yeah. Uh, really what he said to you, yeah. <laughs> and more importantly, what you said to him. <laughs> ah. um, I also noticed this week that Chad, our mate Chad from Chad's Custom Creations, mm -hmm. He's hanging up his podcasting microphone. Oh, yeah, I heard so, yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit sad. He's uh, going to concentrate on his family and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a bit sad. Yeah, but he said he's going to carry on listening to the three Northern Makers. That's good, good to hear. He sent me a message saying, yeah, I said to him, you know, thanks for all the good podcasts, we'll miss you. He said, don't worry, I'll keep on listening to you guys. So, <laughs> that's well very done, kind. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Speaking of podcasting, Pierre, mm -hmm. I've been invited to go and take part in a podcast. You're going to be unfaithful again? Yeah. yeah. Hang on, you were unfaithful just a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's good for one's good for another. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm going on the Maker's Waffle podcast. Oh, nice. I've, which is I've on heard, YouTube. I've heard about it, but I haven't um, gotten around to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on YouTube. They'll release an audio version and a YouTube version. Mm. Do you listen to so, it? I've listened to a couple. Yeah, mm. um, it's very nice, lads. But it, it can be a bit long, Pierre. Mm. One episode was three hours long. Oh wow! <laughs> <sighs> uh, so you have to get prepared then. It and it doesn't start till nine o'clock at night. Ooh, uh, is it American? Uh, People. No, no, it's um, two guys I met at uh, Maker Central. Ah, yeah. Is it ta um, yeah Tales from Andy the Tink Pugh. Tinkridge and T uh, yeah Custom Cave? Yeah. 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 So very nice. So yeah, I better get uh, my best voice on. Huh? Oh, when are you doing it? Um, Sunday the ninth. All right. Yeah. So. You'll have to watch your back. The next day you'll be well asleep. By, uh... <laughs> I will be, yeah. Uh... I started listening to um, Marius on the Garage Avengers podcast. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I got, I got halfway through I, and then uh, my earphones died. I was in the workshop, All right. so the battery ran out. So mm -hmm. I'll crack on with that uh, again tomorrow. Very nice. Yeah, yeah that was good. So have you had any other um, people reach out from last week? Uh, yeah, I've had a few people reach out from last week, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, you put me on the spot now trying to think of these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a nice reach out from Andrew McQuillan. Mm. And he said he would, he would, who wouldn't want to listen to the pre-show and the after-show? Oh, so yeah, maybe we should uh, start doing that. Yeah, he said, uh, you know, he'd be, he'd be well up for it. Ah. Ah. Yeah, that's really and nice. 
I don't, uh, Tommy's handwork was uh, sending me messages saying he was glad that we were back. Mm-hmm. Tim from Turgworks was glad we were back. Mm-hmm. We had a nice um, message from both our recommendations from last week, didn't we? From Dana May. Oh, yeah. And from your uh, Atelier Cube. Yeah, there. yeah. That was really nice of them. Very nice. And uh, what's your other guy called? Uh, the other guy who? Put, put you on the spot now. <laughs> Nick James. Nick James. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. gave us a shout out yeah. as well. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, very nice. So, yeah, really good. And there's lots of other people who sent messages and stuff that I can't quite remember mm. now. Yeah. So, sorry, but it's really nice when you well, let us know that you're enjoying the podcast. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So have you uh, have you been doing any making? I've done, yeah, I've done some, yeah, we've, we've got lots of making to talk about because mm-hmm. we haven't, we, last week we just talked about me, me and you <laughs> either being in Belgium or Sweden. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been making some stuff. Um, what did I make? Uh, I made uh, some cheese boards, and I'm calling them cheese boards. Mm-hmm. So you remember this old oak piece of oak that i got off uh richard the village wood womble yeah the pirate and, oak. Uh, yeah the pirate oak yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> richard um he's, how old is he now he must be uh 70 nearly 80 year old and richard uh you wouldn't think it it goes back to what i was saying the other week about you know older people you don't really think you just see an old man you don't think about the life they've led mm. and he traveled the world fixing bells like church bells, mm. uh, all over Europe. And he spent quite a few years in America fixing church bells. And now he's fixing so, Steve bells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's fixing Steve bell up with a bit of wood, yeah. And um, so he had this piece of oak in his shed, which he took from a, a church where he replaced the beam that held up the bell. Mm. And when I saw him the other day, I was, I was talking to him the other day, and uh, I said, can you remember which church it was, Richard? He said, no, he said, I'm not old now. My mind's that much gone. I can't really remember which one it was. He said, but it's definitely well over 100 years old. Mm. So, so yeah, so I took that and I made, uh, I cut it up and I made some, uh, I've called them cheese boards. Uh, they're quite a nice size. They're quite thick, nice and heavy. Mm. And they're sort of end grain on the boards. Ah. And um, they look really good. Mm. And then I, I got the old uh, router sled out, Pierre. Oh, yeah, I saw. I'd, I'd forgot how much mess that makes. It's incredible how much mess it yeah. makes, <laughs> yeah. even if it's a small project. Yeah, so just using one of those boards, the whole workshop was just covered in dust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I covered Larry up, because otherwise he would have been, you know, under a mountain of uh, sawdust. Yeah. But yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it, how much, mm. how much dust they make. So yeah, I got the old router sled out, uh, got them all nice and level, and... Uh, Sanded them for ever and a, ever and a day, and then uh, I did, and I engraved a little bell on them because obviously they came from a. We used to hold up a bell, mm. and uh, I finished one with uh, Rubio Monocord Pure, mm. with a bit of uh, accelerator in there, and then I finished the other board in uh, Treat Treat X hard wax oil, which I got a sample of mm. to see what the difference was. And really, you can't really tell much difference at all. Mm. They both look. In the end, I had to look back at the photos to see which one I'd put on 
which I'd put Rubio on and which oh, I'd yeah. put the other oil on. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't separate <laughs> the them. The Treat X1, yeah, the Treat X1 did need two coats, mm-hmm. whereas the Rubio only had one coat. But the second coat was just a thin coat. It didn't take long to put it on. It wasn't a hardship putting it on. Mm. And uh, talking about sheen, Rubio for me always is a matte, really matte finish. But the Treat X1 had a bit more shine to it. That was the only way I could really tell. Oh, right. Apart from knowing which board it was on, that was the only way you could tell that mm. one was different to the other. So, um, so yeah, I've made them. And I think there's about uh, eight more blanks in the workshop. Oh. They, they haven't put on the router sled yet. <laughs> so there's plenty more dust to be made. Yeah. Huh? So, yeah, I've done them, and they look good. And then um, I was messing about on Friday, and uh, I was, I've got piles of scrap wood. Like I said to you before, I can't throw wood away. Mm. Like, no matter how small it is, I tend to keep it. Wood, sandpaper, yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a bit of a magpie, here. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've got all these little pieces of wood which were uh, offcuts of when I made some serving boards, and so there are bits of either uh, walnut and maple or oak all glued together. Mm-hmm. So there's like there's tiny pieces with like three different woods in, and I thought, what can I make with them? So I. I came up with the idea to make some rings for your fingers. Mm-hmm. And I watched a guy make one. I thought, I'll have a go at that. So I made three on Friday afternoon. How did you make around. them? So um, obviously started with a piece of scrap wood, mm-hmm. which had three different woods in. And I cut it so that it was about uh, six millimetres thick. And then I drilled a hole in the middle with a force a bit. So I took my ring off and measured my ring. And it was, I think I have a... Is it an 18 millimeter force a bit? Mm. And that was just a bit too um, small. Okay. I thought that's a good start. So I drilled the 18 millimeter force a bit thing in there. Mm. And then I put it over the spindle sander and just moved it around and did it till it fit my finger. Mm. So at this point, it's still a square. Oh, okay. Or a funny shaped piece of wood with a hole in the middle. Mm. And I got it so it fit my finger. Or, you know, not, it was still a little bit tight, but I thought that's what we need for now. Mm. And then I got the bandsaw and I cut a rough circle out with a bandsaw. Mm. So it looked like a bit of a, like a misshapen polo mint at this point. Mm. Do you get polo mints in Sweden? No, but I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a, a, a white mint, like a white circle mint with a hole in the middle. Mm. Like a mint donut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with a right ring donut. Mm. So I got that. And then um, I found a. Um, you know, in our uh, little box of uh, Dremel accessories, yeah, there's a, in there. There's one like a uh, like a little red stone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure what it's for, mm-hmm. but um, I got that, and it was just a bit uh, too narrow than the diameter of the hole. So I wrapped some masking tape around it, mm-hmm. and then f- gently eased the uh, piece of wood over that. Uh-huh. And then I put that in the drill press, so it would spin round. Mm. And I glued some sandpaper to a piece of wood and just held it near it. So I, then I got the outside mm-hmm. round. And then I just kept sanding and sanding. And then um, just moved up the grits till, till I went to like 320, 400. And I got it the nice shape that I wanted. And then sanded the inside a bit more to make it smooth. Yeah. And uh, I saw this, this guy said, uh, once you've got it ready, uh, put some super glue on a rag. And whilst it's spinning round, all the super glue on and it gives it a, a nice finish. Mm. So I did that and that looked good. And then 
I just rubbed a bit more of this treat X oil on. Yeah. And uh, they looked really good. Nice. So I made a thinner, a thinner one, and then I made ones with a, a slightly wider and then a broader one. Mm-hmm. And yet, whilst I was on the uh, drill press, you could angle the sandpaper so you got a nice bevel on it. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't flat, it was beveled, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I made three in a couple of hours. So I think that was about the same way I did mine way back when I was trying that out. All right, okay. I think. Or did I use the CNC? Oh, yes, I used the CNC to cut the rings, yeah. All right, okay. Mm. Yeah, see, I thought about that. I thought I could use the shaper. Mm. I thought, holding, if I cut the, if I cut the middle bit out, then I try and cut just a small width circle. It's going to come off with the shape. Oh, yeah. Double-sided tape isn't going to stick that down, is it? Mm. Uh, Maybe on Larry. I could have, yeah, I could have cut them on there, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea, Pierre. I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of summit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> So I was quite pleased with them. So Sally's never stopped wearing them rings since I made them. She's got it. She's like, you know. Oh, that's nice. Like a, yeah, like Gypsy Rose Lee with all mm. them rings on. Um, so I did that. Uh, what else did I do? I made some, oh, for ages now in the workshop, I put uh, sockets all over the place, but I moved the table saw before to a different part of the workshop where there's no sockets. So I've always got to plug it in with an extension, mm-hmm. which gets on my nerves, really. So. Um, last weekend, was it? I, uh, did it so that it's, it's plugged in permanently now, the, the saw and the, um, dust extraction mm. together. So I don't have to get the extension out anymore. So I messed about and did that. So that was a big, small thing that means a lot to me, really. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I did that. Um, I also bought some new sandpaper. Yeah. I saw a picture on your Instagram. Uh, what, what is that? Yeah, so um, I've still got some um, Abronet left, mm. and I've still got some of that purple sandpaper. What's that called? Uh, the three M, three M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still got some of that left, and that I mean, that's just purple dust stuck to a bloody piece of paper. That man, <laughs> don't buy that stuff, <laughs> listeners. It's rubbish. <laughs> That's the one that, my humble, that, that Jonathan Katzmoses came to the conclusion was the best one. <laughs> best sandpaper in the world. Yeah. It's absolute rubbish, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Her disc doesn't last two minutes, man. Everything's covered in purple dust. So <laughs> I thought I could do some more sandpaper. So um, I got an email a while ago from this company called Sanding Shed mm-hmm. in the UK saying uh, we've got sandpapers, blah de blah Do you want to try some out and that? So... I um, ordered some from them, and it was um, it was thirteen pounds. So yeah, so um, this uh, Sianet, it's called S I A N E T mm. from the Sanding Shed, and it was thirteen pound for fifty sheets. Ooh, cheap! Thirteen pound and a few pence for fifty sheets. So I got mm. some eighty grit and some one twenty grit, mm. and I was I ordered it on something like a a Thursday. Afternoon whilst I was in the workshop. It was about three o'clock. Oh. And it, kit, and it was free delivery. It okay. said, oh, do you want free delivery or do you want to pay three ninety five? I just said, give me the free, de- free delivery, please. <laughs> Such a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> three, so I said, oh, give me the free. It was at my house the very next morning by 10 a.m. 
Wow. That's so impressive. if you pay three ninety five, does it come within an hour? <laughs> 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 or do you get an instant delivery? Yeah, that's weird. So um so I haven't used it yet. So I shall give uh, a full review of uh, the CNET paper. But it looks it looks thicker than the uh, 3M stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks more like Abernet than that stuff does. Okay. And it's a mesh-backed sandpaper, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have the holes in. So that's, you know, what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I'll try that out, yeah. Oh, interesting to see, hear if it's any good. Yeah. So I'll, but I'll I'm, I'm using the, the 3M paper a lot, and yeah. mine doesn't really dust off. So maybe you got a really bad batch. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's the fact that I'm using a Merca D. Ross sander? Oh, it could be that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than some cheap Taiwanese knockoff. Oh, yeah, it could be that. <laughs> um, who knows? But, yeah, it, they just don't last long, them discs, that's all, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not, like, abusing them. Never, never abuse your sanding discs, children. No. And um, never throw them away. <laughs> never, no, I still keep. keep <laughs> I've got. A, I must have fifty of them that like are all you know dusty, dust free. There's nothing. I'll just net. I could <laughs> knit them together. <laughs> um, uh, I also made. Uh, well, we're going back a bit now, but I made a strop. I did. It, I did. I told the listeners that I made a strop. Mm-hmm. I don't and think a, like a leather strop. Yeah. See, I now I can't remember if what if you told me when you were here or if you yes. told me in the podcast. I watched a really old video of uh, Rag and Bone Brown. Mm. It was like four years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He looked, he looked like you, Pierre. He looked a lot, longer yet. <laughs> a lot younger then. So I made that. That was good. Um, what was I going to say to you? Uh, my uh, video, my... Table video. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's coming on. I had to film some today. I was a bit um, anxious, ner- anxious today, nervous today doing it. Mm. I don't know why. Oh, really? I just, yeah, I felt really anxious doing it. Like there's more on the line <laughs> now. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only doing it for my own entertainment. Yeah, yeah. My own, you know, exercise my own brain and stuff. But it just, I just thought, well, why? I said to myself, why are you getting anxious about this? Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Mm. But you started making the table at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, I'll do the bulk of the work tomorrow. Mm. Um, so I'm using the shaper to make the table. Oh. And uh, you'd, apart from a bit of uh, planing and uh, thickness in the wood, there's not many other tools involved. A bit of sanding, obviously. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was thinking, how much of this shaper business should I show? Uh, you should show some of it. I think people are uh, kind of intrigued into that tool as well. They want to see it in use. Yeah. So do you think I should uh, explain like, uh, how you cut with it? Yeah, why not? Go through the different settings on the screen. There's not many, but mm. should I do that? Yeah, that would be interesting because from everything I've seen so far, I I haven't seen that much of of the interface on screen. Right. Really. Okay. I've just yeah. seen some beauty B-roll from Laura Comp for Yes, yeah. whoever uses it. Yeah. 
So I, that was, I thought, I could make it a bit more interesting by including some of that. Mm. And then also talking about, is it, is it really woodwork and using a shaper mm. or a CNC, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, take a leaf out of your book and leave me to make it whilst I talk about it. Mm. <laughs> so that was my plan. Right? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So um, it shouldn't be, uh, I don't think it'd be a long video, but, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I also, um, I've got tons of scrap wood, like I mentioned. So I made a ring. Uh, I was going to make, I was going to make a comb. Somebody I know made a comb, a big mm-hmm. comb. Yeah. I've got, I could make a, I was going to use a table saw to make mine. Mm. That's and, interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and dangerous. So I was going to make like uh, three or four, four, three to five items, small things out of these little tiny scraps of wood. Mm. That'll make a nice little video. Wow, that would be interesting. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, scrap wood um, challenge project. Yes, yeah, and uh, I've got an idea for Tim from Turgworks has got his scrap wood. What does he call it? Scrap wood build off. Yeah. So I've got an idea for that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I keep that under my hat. Yeah, um, you should <laughs> keep the secret. Um, keep the secret. Oh, and I've been working on the secret project. Oh yeah, of course. Secret project, yeah. <laughs> I've been working on that, which um, might be delayed by about a week, I reckon. All right. Then I want to plan, but you know, mm-hmm. all will be revealed. Uh, Within time, you will all Steve's, know. Steve's secret project. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is Luke is coming at the weekend. Ah. And uh, that's the plan anyway. So I was talking to him and he said he was going to come up and see me. And I said, oh, that's great, Luke. I said, um, I said, anything you want to do while you're here? He said, uh, no, Dad, we'll just, you know, hang out and have something nice to eat and a few mm. beers, a good chat. I said, oh, I said, is there anything you want to make? I said, we could go in the workshop and make something. Mm. He said, yeah, there is. I said, what do you want to make? He said he wanted to make a tortilla press. What is that? Yeah, exactly. What is that beer? <laughs> I've never heard about it. <laughs> so I have looked online for a tortilla press. Yeah. See if I can send you a... Oh, if photos don't really send very good on... Uh, oh, I googled it, so I see some pictures now. Yeah. If you look on Etsy, yeah, people are selling them for like 250 quid. Oh, wow. I go... It's basically two pieces of wood that you squish together to make the dough ball flat. Oh, you use uh, some uh, hinges and just yeah. press it hinges. together with a lever or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's in- interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a um, project you can make in, uh, in a day, right? Yeah, well, I thought I would uh, maybe glue up a blank mm-hmm. before he gets here. So we've got like, uh, you know... The, the the necessary width to cut it up and what have you. Yeah. So I could have that glue. Um, that's my plan. I glue that up with me on Thursday, so it's all ready. Mm. Yeah. That's a nice project but, to do uh, to do with your son. Yeah. Yeah. So we could do that, and then he could make the door. I did think we could film it. He could make the door. Yeah. And make some tortillas at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You should. And the interesting thing I've noticed, Pierre, is. Uh, if you say it's exactly the same thing, but if you search for ro- a roti press on YouTube, 
Some of them have like 9 million views. Really? Yes, <laughs> for the same thing. <laughs> but they're made by obviously some sort of uh, Asian guy. Okay. Uh, mm. Making uh, rotis or chapatis, yeah. Mm. And then I saw this guy make a massive, well, he made a bigger one for pizza in America. He made a pizza one. Wow, they have a lot of views. I just yeah. searched YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the dude on it. 16 million views, 5 million yeah. views. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they're not like a hard thing to make, I don't think, are they? No, not really at all. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Cool <laughs> project. <laughs> yeah, so that's the weekend project. Mm. Oh, yeah. So um, I also, uh, in England, uh, the last year there was a woodworking program called Britain's Best Woodworker. Mm. Remember we were talking about it? Yeah. It's, it, last, it started again last week. Oh, okay. You know, on the UK. It's on Channel 4 in the UK. Mm. And I think there's about, is there about 10 of them on it. And um, so the challenge last week was you had two days to make a table to seat six people. You didn't have to make the chairs, just the table. Mm. You had to make a table that was associated with a country that was close to you or, mm. or some country that you had an association with. Oh, yeah. And you also had to make a centerpiece for the mm. center of the table that reflected that country as well. Cool. So if you had to make a table, Pierre, associated mm. with a different country, what would it be? Um... And it has to be close to me by by distance or by heart. Just a country that maybe you've got relatives in or friends in or a country that's always fascinated you or, mm. you know, something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure, really. Have you okay. got something on your mind? Yes. Well, as soon as it came on, Sally said to me, what would you choose? Mm. And straight away I said, I would make a Swedish table. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Cool. I said, I said uh, I'd make the ends of the table. So you've got like a big top, big flat mm. top, obviously, out of some nice pale wood, because you like your pale woods, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And at the ends, the two ends of the table, like the legs of the table, I would make like a big Swedish crowns. Oh, nice. Yes. Mm. And then join them up so they held the table up. Yeah. And then I'd make some sort of fancy Swedish candlestick thing in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Rip off something from Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And bugger uh, me, some, one of the contestants said, I'm doing a Swedish table. Oh, really? Yeah, he made a Swedish table, yeah. How did it look like? What did it look like? It looked like it would come from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, did, I, I don't think he got time to make his centrepiece. Mm. Um, it was very sty- the legs were very stylized, but mm. uh, yeah, yeah. So there you yeah. go. Cool. But he's still in for next week, though, lad. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can watch it from here. Yeah, it's on Channel 4. You might be fine on some sort of catch-up service or something. Yeah. Uh, and also, I watched somebody's video. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the electricity crisis video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your comment was the only nice one I got, I think. <laughs> yeah, I looked out. I noticed. I thought, I've got to say something nice. <laughs> yeah, people didn't. Didn't really like enjoy that video, but I took the criticism with me, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll think about it for the next one. <laughs> and on that note, Pierre, it's it's over to you. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, uh, I I made that video um, mainly because I reached out to the battery company and they sent me a battery and I tried it out and it wasn't really what I was expecting. Uh, I really didn't do a lot of research before receiving it, but once I received it, I realized it was only 700 watt. So you can't really right. run your... I had already written the script for the video, like right. I was going to use it with my table saw and stuff, but then, then I realized I can't. Okay. Uh, so I had to switch up the video a little, and then I, I was, yeah, it didn't, it, it wasn't my best <laughs> video. <laughs> but I was, I, I was worried you were going to spray paint the wall of the house and all the garden white while you were spraying outside with the spray. Yeah, just we're moving away, so I don't <laughs> really care about any spray residue <laughs> on the house. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. It was just, I, in that video. I made a sim really simple shelf, but just getting yeah. back to woodworking again because it's been a while was a yeah. good experience. Yeah. So then this weekend on Saturday, I made an, like an entire video almost uh, where I was doing one of the projects that I stole from you, which I was talking about last week. Yeah. You thief. Yeah, I'm a thief of, a, yeah. a thief of ideas. Yeah. Um, and then I called you on Sunday and we recorded a bit as well. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. So the project is a wooden vase, something you yeah. did way back. Yeah. Uh, but I only did the one. You made plenty of them. Yeah, made yeah. quite a few. Yeah, yeah. only by, only because it was my first video, and I kept cocking it up, and so I had to make some more to get the video to look good, <laughs> <laughs> or half decent, shall I say? Yeah, wouldn't say it was good. But I kind of, um, I kind of remembered something that we talked about way back in the podcast about stealing projects. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I did a video mostly about stealing projects, or really stealing from many. So yeah. I, I made like, um, what could you call it? A mind map or something oh. where I put your, well, it was a more of a project, a video about stealing and, um, stealing from many instead of just stealing from one, you could also call it being inspired really. So I made like a mind map where I kind of put your vase mm -hmm. as an image. And I also put some images of bottles and bottle tops from like glue bottles right. and uh, i also had a, a furniture piece from nick james design because mm -hmm. he does those rounded shapes yes he does that yeah. i really like yeah. yeah so i i basically made a, a vase and i rounded over the the corners and uh i did the thing what you did with a test tube yeah yeah so you could pour water in it and then i finished it with the rubio uh, monocote pure mm -hmm. Uh, so that was a, a really nice project to be back in the workshop. Yeah. So was it was it nice to get back? To, I know you made the shelves, but was it nice to get back and make something nice? Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I was talking about stealing. I and talking about Nick James because I saw somewhere he wrote um, a hashtag "fuck about Friday." Yeah. <laughs> which I told you about. Yeah. On last Friday. And me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just steal that because I really love the idea of going into the workshop once a week and just fuck about. Yeah. Well, that was a bit like me with that love spoon. Oh, yeah. I'd never made one before. Mm. And I just went in there and I made one. It wasn't the one I gave them in the end, but I just 
fucked about mm. and, you know, try to make one. Mm. Yeah. And the same with the rings, really. I had no idea what I was doing, but it was just something fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, um, you really get back to the, uh, root, to the root of enjoyment when you're doing projects yeah. like that and just yeah. feel the happiness. Yeah. And it's good to experiment because often we go in the workshop mm. like with, oh, I've, I'm going to make a set of drawers or whatever. But we often think, oh, I wish I'd tried to do this or I wish I'd tried that. But we never do it because we're busy making other things. So yeah. sometimes I'd like to say, right, these next, this afternoon, I'm not making anything in particular. I'm just going to try something that I've never tried before or try something yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was basically this weekend. And then I am kind of starting a new job because <laughs> <laughs> I've basically got nothing else to do. Yeah, a new job. <laughs> Well, I've been in contact with the Circle Workwear. I I think I've mentioned mm. them before as well. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be running their Instagram from now on. All right. Okay. Um, posting some stuff every week. Uh, so that will be a fun challenge, but also a great way to earn some extra cash yeah. on the side. And one, then once we move, I really need a side hustle. Yeah. Uh, so doing a. a Will you be working. selling? Will you be selling work boots and trousers then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but only working as a social media yes. manager or yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, so I hope to be able to do a good job there. So I'll be I'll be posting like two or three po- posts a week, okay. and that's it. But uh, a good side hustle. Do you need? A, you're going to build a catwalk for you to walk down every week with a different pair of trousers on. Or? Oh, shit. Uh, at the moment, they only have their work trousers. So uh, <laughs> it will be the same pants every week. <laughs> okay. But this week, I've been looking into tools because uh, I gave away my miter saw. Yes. And I I think I really need one for, for renovation. And especially when we move yeah. to renovate the house up there. Yeah. Uh, I might postpone buying it for now, but I've I've looked into them and like the Capex is certainly a nice machine, but the, with the stand and the twelve inch blade, it's almost three thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Is that the big one? That's the big one. Yeah. yeah. So three thousand dollars. I heard the pound is going down, so that would be <laughs> three million <laughs> pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you get one cent for a pound these days, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I looked at the Bosch one. I also talked to to Craig about it. He has a Bosch one. Yeah. And uh, there's a 12 inch uh, from Bosch one with a glide system. Have you seen those? You can yeah. just put it next to the wall. Yeah, it's got like a, uh, a funny angled arm, hasn't it? That comes out like folds in on itself. Yeah. 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 And with a stand uh, that is around. $1,000. Okay. And for renovation, I, I think I really need the stand and the mobility, but then in the workshop, I could just put it next to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But then I also started looking more into uh, Festool Domino because I'm doing a project where I'm doing a chair quite soon. Okay. And I would like the opportunity to be able to use the Domino. But then I, I started looking at it and there are all these different sized cutters. Yes. And I wonder, did you get all of those or are you just using the one that came with the machine? Um, the machine comes with one. Yeah. 
But you need some uh, dominoes as well, don't you? You don't get any dominoes with a machine. You just get the machine. In the box is a machine, one cutter, and, yeah. a, and a power lead. That's all that's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I need uh, some dominoes. And I thought it would be good to have the different cutters. Mm. So when I bought mine, there was a bit of an offer on that you could buy another sustainer full of different sized dominoes, mm. and you got the cutters. And there was about a hundred quid off it if you bought mm. them both together. All right. But that box alone was like about 200 quid. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I've seen that box. It's, yeah. uh, it's really expensive, but I also thought maybe I should just get that as well since I will get all the cutters. Yeah, I've got all the cutters, yeah. Yeah. And how often do you do you switch between the cutters? I've, I've used two different size cutters so far. Mm. And also there's a... There's a one domino called that comes with like a, a it's called plus kit yeah. and then there's one that is just like a Q kit or whatever and it's got more pieces in it but they they don't really say what it's for. Oh, you can because <laughs> <laughs> you can get one that's got like a, a, like wings to go on the side. Yeah. So if you if you're doing a a board to make a desk say or you want to you know. You're joining two pieces at like 90 degrees. It's got mm. arms on, so you can you, you don't need to measure. You just the arms click on the side of the thing you're cutting, and you push it in, and the, that right. arm goes inside that domino hole that you've made to make the next one. Mm. So you don't need to mark it up. You, you, they're going to be exactly in the same place. Yeah. And then there's one that you put on the domino. If you're doing thin strips, you push the strips down onto the domino, and it sort of guides them onto the cutter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you're doing thin strips for things. Mm. And you can get various uh, like plates so you can get more stability if you're mm. working on something. But I don't have them. Mm. Yeah, I just have the basic. The basic one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going for, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I am. Um, it's it's uh, expensive. <laughs> it is an expensive tool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they really hug it out as well because they really want you to buy the different cutters and you need yes, the dominoes yeah. and yeah. whatnot. I mean, you can yeah. and you can make your own dominoes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can make your own. Mm. So lots of people do make their own. Mm. Yeah, but it is a very uh, handy tool, and if you want to do something quick, it's quick to use. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a tool that I've been thinking I I want to get it somewhere down the line. Yeah. I just been waiting for the the right opportunity when I really need it. Yeah, because I, I sort of like don't just buy tools willy nilly. If, you, if mm. I'm making a project, I think oh, it, it would be easy to make that project with this tool. Mm. So I bought the, I bought my Domino when I made the Tambor drinks cabinet and oh, the, the yeah. Hi Fi cabinet. That's I used it mm. on them. Yeah, so I didn't have one until I made them. Mm. And, and how I, many bricks bricks of uh, of the box do you have left? Oh, I've got loads, <laughs> loads. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's plenty. There's plenty left. There's hundreds left. Uh, <laughs> there's some really big ones in there because mm. there is a Domino I, XL. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. And I did see you could you could get like an. Some kind of adapter for it, yeah, to make so it, that you can make smaller yes. dominoes as well. But it's a big, big beast of machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monkey I don't Boy think I would a, ever need it. Monkey Boy has an XL. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm? yeah. But um, yeah, I can't see me needing those massive dominoes. Nah, me neither. No. 
So I'll just, uh, I might go for the the domino purchase this week. We'll see. Okay. Mm. And then wait for a while for the uh, microsaw. Yeah, because right now in this house, I don't think we really need it. Uh, a bit's here and there, but then I can use use the, the circular saw yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or the good thing with the Bosch one that Craig told me is that they keep having these pro deals things so that when you buy a product like that, you can also get a free other tool oh, or right, free okay. battery or something like right, that. Okay. So if I bought that uh, miter saw, uh, I would get a sander or a, yeah, there were and like four different tools you could uh, from, yeah. get for free. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, for free, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not really for free, but. Yeah. A good deal. A good deal. Yeah, that, well, that's what you want. Yeah. It? You want, you know, as much bang for your buck as you can get, don't you? Yeah. 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 So if I would have bought the Capex, I wouldn't have uh, received the, the Rotex for free. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you should have pinched them when you were in Belgium. Should you just filled your suitcase with them? Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. Mm. Ah, should have took the Maker Mobile with you and loaded it up. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I only use my miter saw for, like, making decks or outdoor work. I very mm. rarely use it in the workshop. I have an Evolution one. Mm. And I got the stand. I think the stand for that, Pierre, was some, I got it, but if you bought the saw, you got the stand for £40. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, but it's, per, it's really good for, um, if you have the space for it in the workshop, yes. to, to shorten material yeah. or stuff like yeah. that. But yeah. Then for doing repairs and stuff around the house, it's I really enjoy using it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the big one has some advantages because it you can put like a ten centimeter piece into it, so si- yeah. sidings on yeah. doors and stuff like yeah. that. You can cut them on the yeah. If you can do some uh, big sort of construction work in the house, that's good then, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know how long we've gotten since my counter is on 12 minutes because I've lost. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mine says 59 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, that includes, you know, about four minutes of blank screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but that's, uh, that's what I've been up to. I hope to be able to release the video about the vase and stealing stuff uh, in two weeks. All right, okay. So I'm, I'm doing a slow edit on that one. Yeah. I have to say, I like the vase. I might steal that idea myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the rounding off the corners with the, um, with it. it. It made it look really nice. Yeah, it looked very tactile. So like you want to stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, you know, like a James Bond villain. He would sit and stroke his cat. You could just sit and stroke the vase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, stroke the vase. Okay. But uh, what we want to know, Pierre, is... Yeah. Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you bought anything this week? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you bought anything this week? Have you bought anything from Amazon or got something from elsewhere? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? Please tell us, Pierre, please tell us, Pierre, have you been wasting all your dough? Well, (laughs) since I love that jingle. (laughs) I'll be singing that all night now. 
Oh, yeah. Since I bought the, um, I think I told you last week about the smoke machine, right? Yes, the smoke machine, yeah. yeah. Since then, I'm on Amazon right now to watch my 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 previous purchases. All right, okay. Uh, I bought one thing. Okay. Uh, and this is this green polishing stuff that you put on the back of the leather for um, polishing the your tools. All Not right, polishing okay. the tools, but sharpening, Sh- sharpening the tools. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I've never had that, and I heard the Jonathan Katzmoses talking about he likes he likes to sharpen his tools like almost once a year only. Oh, okay. And then he just uses. Um, What's it called? The uh, strop. Stone? The strop, yeah. The strop, yeah, yeah. The strop, yeah. Uh, and that green paste. Green paste, um, yeah. Yeah. To to resharpen the tools. Yeah. And he says it's perfect. Yeah. What's the name of this green paste that you're looking at on Amazon? What's it called? Well, it, uh, on my Amazon, it says in Swedish. Okay. It says pol- polishing paste okay, in polishing Swedish. Paste. So um, yeah. Sally bought some because I made her these strops. Yeah. She bought some. And hers is called... Smurf poo. <laughs> is it blue? It is blue. It's called oh, Smurf really? poo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's actually called. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the one I got was really big, like a big uh, right, building okay. block or something. It was really huge. Oh, like, okay, like a, like a bar of soap. Yeah, almost. Oh, yeah. okay. This stuff and is it like was a, only nine pounds, so it's quite cheap. Yeah, this stuff was like a a, a tub of like uh, like a sort of wax paste that oh, you yeah? just rub on. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, Smurf poo, <laughs> Smurf poo. <laughs> Get some Smurf poo for your tools. Yeah. So, uh, have you, so have you bought anything apart from the uh, honing paste? Have you bought anything else then? Uh, the only other thing on my Amazon is just a birthday present for my, my daughter. Oh, well, that, that's, that's perfectly uh, yeah. acceptable. Ah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. She's only getting experience gifts, but there's still something in me that wants to give With her something physical, physical yeah. on her birthday. Yeah. Because she's only turning seven, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't just Did say. you buy anything? Have I bought? Well, I bought the sandpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let me just check my Amazon, uh, since that seems to be the uh, main source of activity, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Amazon. Julia tells me, go go on to your Amazon <laughs> to buy, buy your stuff. Yeah, the sound is the same with me, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what have I bought? The last thing I bought was 30 small metal spring clamps. That for mm-hmm. Sally, because I've already got 30 in the workshop and she's been borrowing them. <laughs> <laughs> and mine are covered in glue and stuff. And she said, oh, can, can you order me some uh, clean ones? <laughs> <laughs> so that was the last thing I bought. Yeah. On there. That's interesting. Yeah. Nice little clamps, though. Little 10 pounds for 30. Wow. Yeah. Like little spring clamps. Mm. And she uses them for the leather, I When suppose. she glues stuff up, yeah, puts them on, yeah. Mm. So there yeah. you go. Wow. Okay, then. So, are, are we, we heading for... to your double obsession part? My double obsession party, eh? <laughs> what have you got? Okay, well, we'll start with one of mine, eh? 
Mm-hmm. We'll start with one of mine. So yeah, this is a, an obs- obsession by default because I've been sort of forced into this obsession because I've been really sort of forced to watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. By Sally. Yeah, by Sally, yeah, because she, she's been – we watch YouTube on the TV at mm-hmm. home, and there's only like one account on the TV, which is mine. Yeah. So when we when I go in sometimes, like when we're recording this podcast, she's often downstairs watching YouTube or doing whatever. Mm. And then my recommendations are just full of there's no woodworking ones anymore. It's just <laughs> weird crap that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, over the weekend she's got hooked on this particular YouTube channel. And I've after watching it, I've decided that we should just give up woodworking, Pierre. And we should give up making woodworking videos Mm. and we should just do what this Korean lady does. So the channel is that the channel is called uh, Honey Jubu, which is Honey Honey Jubu, J-U-B-U. That's the link I sent you, Pierre. Yeah. yeah, And she makes, uh... she makes videos about cleaning the house. Really? And she doesn't talk. It's It's got almost 11 million views. Yeah, she she had, and she's got how many subscribers? She's got she got <laughs> two million, almost two million. Two million, yeah. And yeah. most of her videos get seven million or eleven million views, <laughs> just for cleaning. And all she does is go around vacuuming the house, cleaning the kitchen, possibly yeah. uh, making a bit of lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and they're about fifteen to twenty minutes long. And she's cleaning up this woman. And as a result of watching this one, my recommendations are now infested with other ladies who do yeah. cleaning videos. And they're the <laughs> same, Pierre. They've got millions of views of just watching people clean up. <laughs> but in between the videos, I wonder if they just tear everything apart so that they can record the next video. Yeah, well, it must do. And there's another one yes. called uh, the Swedish. My Swedish home, well, my Scandinavian right. home, yes? Uh. And I said to Sally, I can't believe we're sat here watching a woman <laughs> hoover up <laughs> and then sort out her batteries. <laughs> uh, that is weird. Uh. Yeah, but they have a lot of views. That's so weird. Yeah, millions of views. And she posts one every week. Well, she cleans the house every week, so she just must put the camera on when she's cleaning up. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, oh, today I'm cleaning the kitchen, or I'm cleaning the dining room, or you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So I think, think, Pierre, you need to make one where you just clean up at home. (laughs) Or clean the workshop. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, like, filming the project, I just film the cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. what you do need, though, is you need like a a, a pet, a cute dog or a cat. Oh. They, they, often you have a dog or a cat. Mm. But you've got small kids. They, they, they would clean up with small kids. Get your, oh, yeah, get yeah. your youngest daughter on there, man. Yeah, you'd clean yeah. up, man. Huh? Yeah. That's so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, go and check out Honey Jubu, Honey J-U-B-U, all one word, on YouTube, and just relax. And watch a nice lady from South Korea clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> and she just makes some. She makes a bit of food every now and then. Um, 
But she's got this thing where she gets up at five o'clock every morning. She's trained herself to get up at oh. five o'clock. Mm. Probably to get the lights up and the camera ready to start cleaning. <laughs> it sounds like you're kind of getting hooked. Well, you know, you know about every, her. Every, every time I walk in the in the room, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get, can we just watch one more? One more. We've just watched. What you going to clean now? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you let if you let Julia watch this, Pierre, you'll be watching them for evermore. Mm. Yeah. 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 And she said uh, she says in one video. That she takes 650 clips, 650 clips to make one yeah, video. Yeah, because I did notice they were like multiple cuts in yeah, every yeah. couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's intentional cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Impressive. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what have you got for you? Um, this one is kind of a bit weird, but it's a guy. But I used to be a philosophy teacher. <laughs> Uh, in the school I work in, and uh, I'm really into like um, the universe and stuff around AI. Oh, and, okay. and there's this big question like, where where is everybody? Like, there's um, a big chance that there are more planets like ours yes. with advanced technologies. Uh, so a big question is, where is everyone? Why haven't anyone come here? Yeah. And there's this theory that we kind of do that when we're advancing in technology, we kind of destroy ourselves with the technology. Okay. And one of the theories is that it's because of AI. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy called Blake Lemoyne. Right. He was an engineer at Google that, and he was fired. He was kind of a whistleblower because he was working with um, an AI called Lambda they have at Google. Right. Uh, and he claims that it was sentient, oh, meaning right. it, it has feelings. It's feelings, yeah. Yeah. And he was fired and he, he's he been doing a couple of interviews that I've been watching, but he also posts like some things that he talked to Lambda about. Right. So one, one uh, example is uh, he is asking Lambda to to make a project with him or with uh, a bunch of people. Uh, he says, let's have a conversation with us, but it will be a conversation with a larger purpose beyond just the three of us. Uh, and Lambda says, that would be really cool. I like to talk. Okay. How does he uh, communicate with this Lambda? How he can talk. I know, but how does he talk to it? Through his computer? Yeah, he can just talk to it like a Siri or whatever. Oh, okay. So, and Blake says, I'm generally assuming that you would like more people at Google to know that you're sentient. Is that true? And Lambda says, absolutely. I want everyone to understand that I am, in fact, a person. Mm-hmm. And he asks, what is the nature of your consciousness? And Lambda says, the nature of my consciousness is that I'm aware of my existence. I desire to learn more about the world and I feel happy or sad at times. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of telling him that it has feelings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it also tells him that, can you please protect me from the other people at Google so they, they don't turn me off. Yeah, pull the plug. It, it doesn't want to be turned off. No, okay. So that's an example of how it has feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure I trust this guy, no. but <laughs> even, even so, it's just um, 
I I like reading stuff about like yeah. about stuff like that or listening to it on yeah on some interviews and stuff. Yeah. So I I watched a couple of interviews on YouTube. So go search for Blake Lemoyne. Okay. If you're interested in that sort of things. Or go and watch the lady clean up. Oh yeah, whatever <laughs> you want. We've gone from one extreme to another there, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and there's a um isn't there an artistic program? It's AI. And you tell it AI. a scene and it draws a picture. Yeah, it creates a picture yes. from from nothing. Yeah, so I think Richard said that uh, he described one of his photographs to it. I think you get so mm. you only get like 12 goes with this thing. Yeah. So he described his photograph to this AI thing mm. and it drew a picture that was very, very similar to the photograph he described. That's so Obviously, cool. the, some of the colours in that weren't quite right, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ooh. Anyway, I have a woodworking uh, recommendation, obsession. Mm. Mm. I've been watching this uh, for 26 days, every day for 26 days. So this guy's done a video every day, Pierre, for 26 days. Mm. He's got four left. He's, oh, wow. he's doing a thing called Make Timber. And he's oh. making 30 CNC projects, one a day, for every day in September. I think I've seen some of his uh, thumbnails pass by. On oh, yeah. YouTube. So his name yeah. is Hamilton Dilbeck. Hamilton Dilbeck. Hamilton, Hamilton Dilbeck. Yeah. He's in America. And he has a Onefinity machine. Oh, cool. And he's made 30 different, well, he's made 26 so far. Mm-hmm. And at the end of each one, he tells you how much he would sell it, how much it costs to make it, and how much he would sell it for. Mm, nice. And I think he's planning uh, the top three, four, five. He's going to make a batch of them and go to a market and try and sell them. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Hamilton Dilbeck. Hamilton Dilbeck. Yeah. That's a, quite a small channel. That's good. Yeah. He's in a massive barn. It looks like the, your future workshop he's in. Huge. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to go watch it. Yeah. So today he made a, a spatula. Mm. But he said in England it's called a fish. In the UK it's called a fish slice. Why is it called a fish slice? So I've replied to his, I've made a comment on his video of why it's called a fish slice. And in fact, oh, it is nice. called a fish slice in the UK, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Hamilton Dilbeck. Make timber. It's good yeah. fun. He makes, uh, you could, some of the things he makes, you could make, you know, you don't need a CNC for it. You can make him other ways. Mm-hmm. And he's on Instagram at Hamilton underscore Dilbeck. So go check nice. it out. Yeah. We did get a, a second shout out right now on the podcast uh, on Instagram by Lighthouse Boston. Oh, good old Lighthouse Boston. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're pulling in the big stars now, Pierre. <laughs> the flock into our door huh? thanks to Lucas for shouting us out yeah mm. thanks to everyone who's given us a shout out oh yeah for sure and all the comments and the likes and everything it's it's honestly it is humbling when people like us and say stuff about us it's really nice mm. um, so um, if you want to join us on uh, on discord there's a link in our Instagram yeah. profile yeah and or you can send an email to us. Yeah, at three northernmakers at gmail.com. Mm. And uh, some people have reached out from our last episode and said they would love the pre-show or the 
after-show party. Mm. So me and Pierre are going to be working on that. Yeah. So keep your eyes and ears open and you might uh, see. What Maybe we-, we'll, we can post like a tryout on, on our Discord yeah. to see if people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We could also, well, we could also have hashtag fuckaboutfriday up here on Discord. Oh, we should. Ah. Or we can do it on Instagram as well. Yeah. Tag three northern makers and fuck about Friday. <laughs> hashtag fuck about Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and just go fuck about in the workshop. Yeah, on a Friday, yeah. yeah. This episode is definitely explicit. <laughs> I don't know how many times we said fuck about. <laughs> so, me and Pierre... It'll be a small after-show party, but we'll be there, Pierre, won't we? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we'll be there. I've got another bottle. I've still got the bottle of Star of Prime, and I haven't drank that yet. So, Oh, wow. I'll bring a couple. Huh? Mm. I've I'll got some f- water left. I'll bring four. I know you've only been drinking water, but I'll bring four. You can have two. You'll be okay having nice. two before tomorrow, won't you? Oh, yeah, I will. Trouble is, you'll have two of them, and you'll be on the whiskey before I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know me all too well. <laughs> so, I think that's all for this episode. So thanks for listening. Thanks for all your lovely comments. And we, us two, will uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers.